don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to our podcast. True Crimes and Story Times. I'm Kirsten. I'm Michelle. And I'm back to bring you a story time episode. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to do that. Yeah, I tried. So we switched again. I know you just heard my voice on Friday. Well, actually, you heard my voice on Sunday because we uploaded late. But Yes, we did. Um, I'm bringing you a story time. So this go around, I'm going to try and talk about some ghosty stories. So we're going to start way back at the beginning. Wait. I did the history of ghosties. So if you want to listen to that. Oh, yeah. Back it back on it. That was like in October, October, wasn't it? October, okay. I forgot about that. Wait, so. no, that wasn't October. That was the month before. That was September, baby. But it was for like the <laughs> yeah, Halloween. It was. Are you sure? Yeah, you did story time in October. I did true crime. Okay. Because I did the episode that came out, like, on Halloween. Okay. And it was Ronald O'Brien, the Candyman. The Candyman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, yeah. leading up to the Halloween uh-huh. in so, September. So, some of the information this might... I don't think it is. I think this is a little bit different. It might This is actual overlap. ancient ghost stories. I yeah. did the history of ghosts, so a little bit different. Yeah, this is, like, the first, like, talkings of ghosts that... The earliest hmm. speakings of ghosts okay. that have been found. Okay. Interesting. So, and like all over the world too. Like how ghosts are yeah. depicted like ancient all over. Does it talk about Celtic people in here? No, no I don't think oh, so. okay. See, mine talks more about Celtic people. I talk a lot about like Greek. Um, See, that's where. How, how, it, how it appears in okay. Greek. Yeah. Well, if you want a story time to play off this, go, go back and listen to yeah, my. Yeah, yeah history of ghosts anywho so the earliest talkings of ghosts that i could find can come from a tablet which which is you know what a tablet is like a piece of stone yeah a piece of rock yeah that they were like, like right on yeah it's funny to think i just think of a kid when they like draw with crowns and they're going like really hard <laughs> like that's what i think about yeah. when i'm thinking of writing on a tablet they, like whittle it with like, yeah a, yeah homemade but they're like so uh this tablet was made in ancient babylon around 1500 bce and this is probably the earliest known depiction of a ghost okay that we have been able to find the clay tablet is part of a guide on how to exercise ghosts yeah. interesting the image on the tablet is only visible when viewed from above under light so it's like very hard to see okay the tablet is small enough to fit in a person's hand. I mean, how would they carry it and use it? I don't know. I guess in my mind... Are they supposed mind, to lug around a big box and, and or my, a big block in a tote bag? In my mind, when I think of a tablet, I think of, like, the Ten Commandments. And, like, these big... <laughs> these big, like, stone pieces. And they're just carrying it around. <laughs> I don't know why. That's like what I. I thought you were gonna life. say an iPad. I was literally no, no, about no. to be like, bro. 
Come on. No. Um, so at least half of it is still is missing, but the object still holds carefully detailed instructions on getting rid of pesky ghosts. Interesting. The directions call for the exorcist to make figurines of a man and a woman, prepare two vessels of beer, and at sunrise, speak ritual words calling on the Mesopotamian god Shamash. 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 Who was responsible for bringing ghosts to the underworld. Okay. The idea was to transfer the ghosts into one of the figurines. Oh, okay. The text's final line urges readers to not look behind you. Um. This warning is probably intended as instruction aimed at the figurines entering the underworld. Like, to not look back, to just continue. But it's possible it's directed at the exorcist. Well, here's my thought. It fits on the tablet. As far as I know, that ghost ain't reading the tablet. It's talking about me. (laughs) So now I'm like, the fuck is behind me, brother? (gasps) There's a hand coming out of the wall. No, there really is. (laughs) There really is. Um, The drawing was most likely made by a master craftsperson who was highly skilled in drawing in clay. Okay. The tablet may have been held in an exorcist library or a temple. In early civilizations like Mesopotamia, people expected to encounter ghosts. Ancient chroniclers. <laughs> that word. I chroniclers. Know. Chroniclers re- reference ghosts in their writings. Some observers even left instructions on how to get rid of per- particular sorts of spirits. Interesting. Ancient Mesopotamians relied on funerary rituals to keep the dead from rising again. So it's going to be it's going to be really repetitive, but you'll see a lot of these ghost stories mm-hmm. talk about how g- the reason that ghosts are here is because they haven't had a funeral or like a a, a haven't been laid to rest properly. Interesting. So okay. that's going to be really repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Um so that's why it's talking about funerary funerary rituals okay ghosts have been deprived of eternal rest were generally considered objects of sympathy all so you kind of have pity for them yeah all because all they want is to just like cross over yeah and like be laid to rest yeah all major ancient civilizations held beliefs involving the survival of souls after bodily death in many cases, these souls belong to a realm of the dead, but might return to the living world due to improper funeral rites or unfinished business. Ghost stories with similar themes can be found in ancient China, Me- Mesoamerica, Egypt, India, Greece, Ireland, Scotland, and Rome. In Mesopotamia, souls could return as ghosts that manifested themselves as sickness among the living. Okay. Doctors called on those suffering from these kinds of illness to confess any sins that may have summoned the dead before treating them with spells to make the ghosts less hostile. Hmm. People throughout the known world have told ghost stories from the ancient Mediterranean to Mesopotamia, China, and Egypt. In Mesopotamia, ghost stories have been discovered as far back as 5,000 years ago. According to the Mesopotamians, when a person's physical body died, it created what is known as a gittim, mm-hmm. an imprint or image of the person at the time of their death, which retained their memories and personality in ghost form. Interesting. That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. 
In the mythology of the afterlife, people believed the soul of the dead would travel to the underworld or Urkala, an inescapable place where spirits would dwell for eternity. However, in some cases, it was even thought that spirits or Gidim could escape and infiltrate the mortal world. Mesopotamians believed the Gidim who dwelled in the normal realm did so because they had not received a proper burial. They assumed these spirits would not find peace, so instead they would haunt family and friends. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm being honest. I would haunt the fuck out of Kirsten. Um, fuck off, first of all. I would tell you to fuck off. Yeah, I would tell you to fuck off, too. I'd write it on the bathroom mirror while you were in the shower. (laughs) That would be funny. (laughs) Fuck off, Kirsten. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck? But since we're having this conversation, I'll remember that. Yeah, you should. For future (laughs) reference, if I ever die and I'm trying to reach you, that's what I'm writing. Yeah, okay. Look for it. Everywhere. I'll look for it everywhere. Literally. When the people of ancient Mesopotamia experienced illnesses and misfortune, they believed it was caused by hauntings or gidim. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Sounds right. I'm just going to say right but now. But we're American. So. Yeah. I'm gonna, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of words in here that I'm not going to be able to pronounce. I'm just going to let you guys know that right now. <laughs> a um, fair warning. I am going to butcher a lot of these words. That's okay. Because I'm American. Um, Mesopotamians regularly made offerings to the dead to placate them if they thought a Gidim was responsible. So, gifts. Yeah. A famous example of one such spirit from ancient literature is found in the Epic of Giglamesh. In the epic story, King Giglamesh summons his friend and war hero, Enkidu, back from the dead, inviting him into the mortal world in ghost form. So he, like, is doing this, like, voluntarily. Hmm. Ancient Greeks believed two underworld goddesses presided over the spirits of the restless dead, known as Melano and Hecate. I'm telling you guys, I'm not good at words. Melano was thought to oversee the propitations offered to ghosts and spirits of the dead. She was described in ancient literature as wandering the night, followed by a train of ghosts striking fear into the hearts of all who saw her. Hecate was also associated with ghosts, accompanied by the Lampades as her retinue. I can't English today, (laughs) apparently. Like Melano, Hecate led her own nocturnal procession of ghosts, heralded by the barking of dogs. Like hellhounds? That's yeah. I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. The widespread prominence of these two deities in Greek culture, who were dedicated to overseeing restless spirits, indicates that the Greeks were fascinated by the concept of ghosts. Hmm. Ancient Greeks divided ghosts and specters into three subcategories. This is where the pronunciations are going to get really bad. The Atafoi, the Aeroi. And the Biathanoi toy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not it's trying not... to. I'm la- laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. 
Um, I'm going to put a link in the show notes of where I found this information. You guys can look at it if you want, but I cannot pronounce these words. Okay. The Adafoy were believed to be the spirits of people whose bodies had not received a proper burial. A prime example of those from ancient Greek literature is Elpinor from Homer's Odyssey. Oh, okay. I have that book. In the epic story of Elpinor, he fell off a roof while intoxicated, and his body was left without a burial. When Odysseus, I do know how to pronounce that one, (laughs) later visited the underworld, Elpinor's shade appeared and begged the hero for a burial. Greeks also believed in the Aeroi, or spirits of those who had died too young. These spirits were left unfulfilled by life and could easily become vengeful after death. Lastly, they thought, the other one that I couldn't pronounce, starts with the B, was the spirit of a person who had suffered a violent death, including those who died in battle and war. Much like the Atafoi, Ancient Greeks believed that these would become active if they were not properly buried. Indeed, the majority of ghost stories from Greek literature find their origin in improper burial, suggesting burial rites were essential elements of ancient Greek religion. In ancient Greece, people's beliefs on the nature of ghosts were not always consistent. Ancient Greeks described ghosts in a variety of ways, from being transparently pale to pitch black. And I feel like that's kind of common now, too. Yeah. Like, when you think of ghosts, sometimes you'll think of, like, seeing something out of the corner of your eye, like a shadow. But you'll also think of, like, almost like apparitions. Mm -hmm. Like, like white, almost, figures. For sure. The vocabulary used also varied and included terms such as daemon, like demon. Like they say on Morbid. Daemon. Daemon. That's that's how they say it on Morbid. Do they? I'm pretty sure. I don't remember that. Morbid's like one of our favorite podcasts, oh, for guys. Sure. Like one of our inspirations for even mm-hmm. starting this podcast. I think of Damon and I think of, you know, Damon Salvatore. Yeah, girl, we know. Get that vampire <sighs> diary shit out your head. Um, and Phasma, which referred to any supernatural activity from ghosts to gods. I also like vampire diaries. Yeah, you do. That's, yeah. Don't be hating on me because I'm, I'm making a Damon Salvatore joke. I'm not. Because... Ian, Ian, Summerhalder. Yeah, see, she knows. I know. And I don't even really need to go here, but that's that's one of her mans. That's my mans. Okay, I think it's everybody mans. I got a mans in real life. I mean, me too. But like, I mean, Ian Summerhalder. Hello. <laughs> um, the works of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look back on ghosts. Yeah, I mean, he was a ghost at one point. So, like, kind of the same subject. Anyway. Anything to talk about Damon Salvatore. (laughs) The works of Homer provide some... Sorry. (laughs) She's still thinking about Damon Salvatore No, I was going to make... I I was going to say... She's thinking about how the first episode he showed up as a crow and then there wasn't a crow ever again. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) what happened? No, I was thinking Homer and I was going to say not Homer Simpson. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that that too. (laughs) Though we are recording a lot today, so we're yeah. kind of losing it. A little bit. <laughs> little bit. And it's like almost nine o'clock at night. Yeah. And just so y'all know, me and Kirsten are literally like old ladies. We dude. go to bed at it, ten o'clock. For real. We like to be in the house by like 
three. <laughs> yeah. It's four o'clock. I'm sorry. I'm in I'm bed. in. I'm in for the night. <laughs> it's uh, noon. I'm in for the night. Yeah. The works of Homer. I wake up in the morning. Oh, I'm not going anywhere today. <laughs> I'm in for the night. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm going now. Okay. The works of Homer provide some of the earliest examples of ghost stories. While in the underworld, where Odysseus had encountered his companion, Elpinor, he also came across the spirit of his mother, Anticlea. Good job. Unaware, I was going to say, Ante- Ant- I don't hmm? even know what I was going to say. Okay. Unaware she had passed while he had been on campaign, Odysseus tried to embrace her, but was unable because she was a ghost. Mm-hmm. In Homer's description of the dead, it appears that spirits could hear the living and receive their offerings. However, okay. they were only able to interact with the living after drinking blood, which Odysseus provided, because that's his mom. Mm. His mission upon entering the underworld had been to consult the ghost of the seer, Teresius. There's a lot of, a lot of Odysseus. Yeah. <laughs> While there, Odysseus also encountered spirits of brides, unmarried men, virginal girls, men killed in battle who still wear their bloody armor. Okay. That's a quote. In the ancient Greek tragedy of Aeschylus, namely the Orestia, we find even more ghostly appearances. The most ghostly significant... What? <laughs> what? I entered a whole word from my brain. <laughs> the most significant ghostly... <laughs> the most ghostly significant... I'm sorry. The, I'm I'm leaving that all in. Uh, okay. The most significant spectral visitation in Asclean tragedy is that of Clytemnestria. <laughs> we went. Hold on. Um, she killed her husband with the help of her lover. We're gonna leave. I can't pronounce any. Just of those just names. keep going. Just keep trucking through. In order to avenge his father. Orestes killed his mother. Okay. Who along was, with her lover. Who was Clemnestra, along with her lover. Okay. Because Orestes had committed the crime of matricide, killing his own mother, he was hunted and pursued by the Aranes. The Aranes, or Furies, were three goddesses who enacted justice and punishment on those who had committed crimes against the natural order. The ghost of his mother appears in the final play of the Restia trilogy. In the play, she is a vengeful spirit, and her ghost urges on the Furies in their hunt for for Orestes. One more ghost story from ancient Greece was recorded in the form of a letter by Proclus in late antiquity. It concerns the story of Philonin. And Mactes, supposedly written down by Hipparchus of Amphipolis. I sound like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> this letter oh stated that during the reign of Philip II of Macedon, Philonen was an unwed maiden who died unexpectedly. After her death, she returned to the home of her parents as a ghost. Unaware that Philonen was a ghost, a guest named Macetes slept with her for three consecutive nights. A ghost. You're sleeping with a ghost. Sleeping with or sleeping with? Sleeping with. Sleeping with or... 
sleeping with. Not sleeping with. Sleeping with. Oh, okay. 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 I get you. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> Throughout their time together, Philanin gave McAtee's small gifts. When they were discovered by her family, Philanin declared that her visitation was the god's will, and her corporal form fell dead. Upon opening Philanin's tomb, her family discovered that her body was missing as well as her burial gifts. These were the gifts that she had give, given Macatees. After this discovery, the terrified townspeople burned her body outside the city walls. Although ancient Greeks told ghost stories through literary sources and plays, ancient Romans more commonly shared their ghost stories through word of mouth. In Latin, as in Greek, there was little distinction between types of supernatural beings. Ancient Romans used words such as monstrum both for positive religious experiences and to describe neutral or ad, ad, an, antagonistic <laughs> ghosts. One of the few examples of ghostly encounters from ancient Rome is found in the literature of Appius. That was good. That was good. In his Metamorphosis, an unpleasant apparition was summoned by a jilted wife who intended for the ghost to kill her husband. The specter appeared each day at midday until the deed was done. One day, a mysterious woman was sighted luring the man into a room. When the husband's servants searched for him, they broke down the door to find the man dead. The, <laughs> the mysterious woman was nowhere to be found and was believed to have been the midday apparition. One of the most popular ghost stories from ancient Roman Latin literature is found in a letter. I feel like these are all letters. Mm -hmm. The letter was written by Pliny the Younger to <laughs> Lucius... <laughs> I'm sorry. The name. Pliny. Yeah, Pliny the Younger. To Lucius Sura and dated to the first century CE. According to Pliny, there was a mysterious house located in Athens. The house was supposedly haunted and strange noises could be heard at night. The sound of rattling chains could be heard throughout the house. At first, they sounded far off but gradually came closer. Finally, a specter would appear in the form of a bearded, emaciated old man with long hair. This haunting vision was described as being chained at both his arms and legs. Jeez. Unable to bear the haunting, the residents soon left, and the house was left abandoned. It is thought that the Greek philosopher Athendorus found out that the house was for sale, and upon further investigation, learned the stories associated with the building. They bought the house and moved in soon after. One night, when the philosopher was seated on a couch in the front of the house, he heard the sound of rattling chains. However, he focused on his writing. Slowly, the sound came closer. When the sound reached Athendorus's room, the philosopher looked up and saw the specter. The ghost looked at Athendorus and waved a finger at him. However, in his stoic style, Athendorus told the ghost to wait and return to his writing. The old man Imagine. became... Yeah. He was just like... Excuse me, sir. Hang on a second. I gotta finish them. <laughs> Excuse me. I need you to stop rattling Not your right chains now. for like You're five minutes. You're being loud. Literally. Just let me get this Come one back. thing down. Come back in like five minutes. Okay? Yeah. Pause. Um, the old man became insistent and finally Athendorus got up from his seat and followed the ghost. The specter led the philosopher to the backyard 
and disappeared. Okay, but this was very much giving um Scrooge McDuck yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. Is that what that's based off of? I maybe? don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Did you say McDuck? Scrooge McDuck? I don't, I don't. I was thinking of Scrooge as in like the Christmas. Oh, that's what I mean. But there's a version that's Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge is like McDuck the... isn't that Disney? Yeah, but there's a version. Disney made a oh, movie oh, also. Oh, 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 And it's Scrooge McDuck oh. that plays Scrooge. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were just getting it mixed up because, like, Scrooge. No, no, and no. his name was Scrooge McDuck. Disney actually made, like, a version where Scrooge oh, McDuck gotcha. is Scrooge. Gotcha, gotcha. And so. then, like, Goofy is the ghost with the rattling chains. Oh. And I think it's actually a kid's movie. Oh. It's Mickey's, like, Once Upon a Christmas. Dude. Okay. My brothers love that freaking movie. Okay. That's why I know. Anyways. So yeah, no, moving it's, on. It's giving very like very much Scrooge vibes. Mm. Yes. That might I don't know. Maybe that's where they got the idea. Athendorus then marked the area where the ghost had vanished. The following day, Athendorus implored the local authorities to investigate the area. The skeleton of a man bound in change was chains was discovered in the spot he had marked. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. The skeleton was given a proper burial, and the house in Athens was never experienced a haunting again. All these ghost stories and I'm having a hard time right now. I noticed. All these it's ghost okay. all these ghost stories indicate that in ancient Mesopotamia, Greece, and Rome, people believed in multiple forms of life after death. A consistent theme throughout these accounts is the lack of a proper burial for the deceased. Indeed, burial rites were incredibly important for ancient religions. It could be said by extension that hauntings and ghosts were considered a punishment for those not adhering to religious rules. These explanations notwithstanding, the ghosts of antiquity remained in many ways as mysterious and terrifying as they do today. Mm. The end. Dun, dun. So there's a little history lesson about ghosts for you. Um, Interesting. And then in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to talk about like ghosts around, like ghost places, like haunty places around the U.S., around the world. Um, so if you're interested in hearing about like hauntings, I'm going to get more into like current haunt, like haunted houses, haunted buildings. Maybe we'll gotcha. talk about like the Sally House, if you know what that is. I do the know Conjuring what that is. House. You should watch the uh, Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. Is it Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures? I've watched a lot of videos about the Sally House. Which one is it that has Zach Bagans? Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. He does an episode at the Sally House. And yeah. he also has, like, a... What do you call it? A medium come in, I think. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I watched a BuzzFeed Unsolved video. I don't know if you ever watched those. With yeah, Shane I think and I've Ryan. seen one. They go to, um, they went to the Sally house and did like a, their own investigation, and yeah. that was pretty cool. I think I've seen like one or two of those. Mm-hmm. And um, Sam and Colby also went to nice the Sally house. You know, one of them was on the Joe Rogan podcast not that long ago. <sighs> really? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I know they were on the Morbid podcast. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago. I need to listen to that episode. Yep. I love Sam and Colby. Um, anyway, this is not... We're not talking about other people on here. We're talking about true crimes and story times. <laughs> um, thanks for listening to this episode. I know it was a little rough. 
if you made it this far, I appreciate you um, listening this far, even though I cannot English. Um, but I don't have anything else. Go follow us on all of our socials. Like, follow, yep. subscribe. Yep. 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 Leave a rating and a review. Yep. Now. Links are in the show notes. Yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> all of the links for those are in the show notes. All of my, all of the links for my research is in the show notes. If you want to go see if I'm pronouncing everything right, probably not. Um, <laughs> but that's it. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye.